Uh, my guest today is a dear friend, you know, and we're going to be doing a lot of catching up because even though we've spoken, we haven't seen each other, you know, um, face to face. Daniela Gray is an actor, a fashion influencer, you know, he's a content creator, he's an all-round creative. He has what one of those fabulous looking lives that millennials and Gen Zs want, you know. So today, we're going behind the curtain. Over the past two to three years, Daniela has been bolder about sharing his story and his growth journey. You know, I have a feeling that we're going to have such a blast today. And I can't wait to sit on that chair with Mr. Adekbetun. Let's do it. Let's talk about Day of Destiny. Oh my God. <laughs> I've seen it twice. You have. But you know, yes, no, no, no. We can't talk about Day of Destiny. We have to talk about, before that, we have to talk about... Um, Castle and Castle? Which one? No, no, no. Ah! <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. Wait. We have to talk about the other one, the one I was always texting you about. Um, Bling Legosian. Bling Legosian. <laughs> Bling Legosian. Ven- oh Ven- Venia. 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 Oh, Lord. I hate broke people. I know. <laughs> That thing has followed me forever. Of so course. I think people th- expect me to, to be, be like, like that. that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm broke people. <laughs> you, know? you know? Oh my God. Like, I hate myself at this point. <laughs> did you have fun on that show? I did. I mean, yeah. that was like the first film I was yeah. actually in. I had done a TV series before, but I'd yes. never been in a movie. And the series hadn't come out, I think, at that time. No, it hadn't. Yes. So that was the first thing I people ever did that came out. Yes. And, um, Stop. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't see him before. <laughs> I want to tell you, your interview. Hey, how are you? Very well. How are you? So, okay. did we stop? I'm good. Um, the series. The series, right. So, the, so yeah. Yeah, so, so it, I mean, I had done the series before that. I think we shot that in 2017, 2018, mm-hmm. January. But then yeah. I shot Bling and um, the end of November right. of, of 2018. Okay. And th- that came out first. Yeah. You know how it goes with yeah. production. Yeah. yeah. And it was fun. I mean, it was um, BAP and Cipolla and yes. Aspalanle. Yeah. And she, that was, I think, her directorial debut. Yes. And it was just so fun. We built up that character together. Mm-hmm. And she just said, you know, I just go to town on it. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess to be like my most bratty self over here. I just yeah. like, you know, have fun with it. So I did. But then you also, what I also liked about it was, so what's so first when my friends are doing stuff or people like like or care about, yeah. I'm always like, hey, I don't want to lie. Like, you I'm want like, to see it almost. yes, because <laughs> I'm like, if I don't like it, so what am I going to say? Right. It's one of the reasons why when my friends do good things, I'm always like texting it because I'm like, oh, you <laughs> did it good, you did it good, you know. And one of the things I liked was they stretched you at least in the public face, so you had to like do Igbo boy, Igbo man, Igbo man, yeah, and you know, it is it is. So yeah. how was that? I think honestly, like when I look back, I even at some of my old clips, I kind of cringe because, like, I had never thought. Mm. I mean, we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. As I said, I met you. I never would have thought that maybe two or three years down the line, I'll be acting. So, yes. Um, yes. Every time I see myself on screen, I'm like, Hey, God, how did I scam people into giving me a job? <laughs> you know. So there's always room to grow. Yeah. And, um, but watching that, and I have a lot of evil friends. Right. You know, mm-hmm. They always make fun of. You know, me being Yoruba, right. and I'll make fun of them being Igbo because right. they be like, Oh, didn't like your bad people also like Bawini Babidi Bag Bag Bag. And that, that, that's what this is me. Right. And I'm like, Hmm, how would I play an evil person? So I, I, I kind of like um, took them as inspiration to like kind of right. like build that character. Mm-hmm. And also the whole thing about, you know, Lagos being um, all about um, see or be seen, but like the mm-hmm. real cocoa is just like raw and unfiltered. That's what Venia was. It was like, Darling, yeah. blah, blah, yes, blah. But yes, then it is like, yes. Nah. <laughs> there's no money. <laughs> there's no money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Castle and Castle. Yeah. That was another one I loved. So it's the only series I I record okay, no no. Um Castle and Castle and Eve. There's mm. a African Magic series called yeah. Eve. Mm-hmm. They're the only two series that I recorded on my PVR. Right. Because they're so good. And so I was, they're legal shows, right? Y- yes, so, yeah, yes. Then, 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 yes. Oh that's yeah, true. Yeah. They're both I didn't even yeah. think of that. Yeah. They're legal shows. Castle and Castle was really good. It, yeah, I mean, um I mean I, I think I'm allowed to tell you it's amazing. <laughs> and you know, Benjamin Castle is a character that's always dear to my heart because that's yes. the first ever role that you I got yes. and I auditioned for it. Yeah. That process was amazing. Even mm. auditioning for it, like I remember um, M.A. and Timo yeah. calling me, you know, like, Denola, um, you know, we were shooting this new show. I want you to audition for the role of Benjamin. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was doing EL now. I was doing some um, yes, yes. stuff for, for her already. And yes. I was like, I, I thought she was, I was like, I was like, Antimo, you know, I'm a TV presenter, right? Not, not an, an actor. actor. She like, just come and, and audition for it. And I went to the audition mm-hmm. that like... Mm, I mean, I'm not an actor, but yeah. let, let me just, just say see. that I went to an audition and did and did something, and then I went there, and then um, 
I read my lines or whatever. Then I got back. I went to Ade Laoye's house. And he said, mm. Ade Laoye, teach me how to act mm. in 30 minutes or less. <laughs> because she was the only person I knew that like, I could, you know, just for yeah. that. And she gave me like a crash course on yeah. the basis on how to like, you know, get into the mind of a character. Really? While I was at her house, mm-hmm. I get a phone call on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, who's this number? So I picked up and me like, hello, who's this? And I says, um, is this Janela Gray? I'm like, yes, it is. And he's like, well, this is um, Mr. A. Mofet Damajo. I was like, uh, g- good afternoon, Mr. Sir. Person. <laughs> he's like, I heard that you're auditioning for the role of Benjamin Castle. I'm like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's like, well, good luck in the auditions. Don't mess it up. I was like, really? I, I was like, eh, do you just call me? <laughs> so I got off the phone. I'm like, I did teach me how to act. <laughs> you know? And um, she kind of gave me a crash course and I went to audition and mm-hmm. then I got a call back. Mm-hmm. And my callback, I had to do um, one lines with them, RMD and um, Dakoria, or as I call them, Papa and Mrs. D, because mm-hmm. I'm a respectful Yoruba boy. Um, and, and I got the part. Like, yeah. when I got the emotion, and I got the part. Because yeah. it was down to me and three other people. Right. People that had seen act before, and I was like, right. there's no way I'm yeah. this, you know? Yeah. So getting that was really, really cool. And Benjamin is a character that is very dear to my heart. And mm-hmm. I can proudly say that we are currently working on season two. I've actually, oh, I've actually just come off set. Oh really? That, oh, that's right. great! Thank you for sharing yes, that. Yes, so oh, I'm excited. Yeah, so it's going to be exclusive to Netflix. Yeah, right, right. So, I wouldn't, yeah, because more has this multi deal. Yeah, with yeah. So, but Castle yeah. on Castle is a good one. It's a good one. It's a really. Good it really one. is. Yes. I'm not even going to lie. Like, yeah. I, I want to be humble, and but no, it's good. But it's good. <laughs> As many of my favorite people are in it. Yourself, mm-hmm. um, Dakore. Yes. I was sending her text. Oh my God, I'm she's, loving you. She's fabulous. Yes, absolutely. And, fabulous. I mean, the Adelaide is. It's resplendent on it. My acting, my acting coach. Yes, <laughs> Annie Itcha. She's the best person. Ah, Whatever I you see on screen, it's what it is. Yeah. In real life, yes. she's even better. Be- like she's just such a ball of light. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. see Annie is to like absolutely love her. She's she's, she's incredible. Yeah. Right. So, but something that you said, I want to just lean into. You know, I you, I know you know that people just have this assumption. Yeah. That you're just like hi. Mo and Timo. Yeah, give me I heard this. you're doing a movie, yeah. and I just like to like. Right, <laughs> and you know, it, I, for me, it's something I've always kind of like faced in this industry. The thing is, when you present a certain way, mm-hmm. and you know, people know a bit about your background, they think, mm-hmm. oh, you know, you, this person went to school in America, yeah. doesn't do this. Yeah, he comes from privilege, but yeah. they never see the amount of struggle and sacrifice that my parents had to go through. Yeah, to you know, put me through school and my brothers yeah. through school. Yeah. Um, they don't know that when I moved back to Nigeria, my parents were like, oh, all right, so I finished school. I'm not giving you money anymore. Mm-hmm. 23, I had no other skills apart from, like, fashion and right. journalism. Right. And I had to make it work in Lagos, Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Where with, with, no, t- with no friends. Sorry, the camera. With no friends. It's, the helicopters are always moving yeah. up over here. I think we can continue, Right. With no friends, with like, I mean, with no friends. I had some friends, but mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't. From, I had been away for about five years, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I had to navigate all of that. And I mm-hmm. worked hard for everything I had. I've done. Nobody has had anything to me. Mm-hmm. There was two years in my life when I was working for free. Mm-hmm. Like I even worked with Red Media. Yeah, at yeah, some point, I yeah. did a docu series. Yes, and I work hard. Yeah. I work very hard. So yeah. when people just think that you know, um, that nepotism is involved or whatever, yeah. it's kind of a a dig to the amount of hard work and sleeplessness and the amount of brokenness that I had to, to go do. through. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? It's because I'm making it look easy and mm. I think in itself that's a compliment. So it right. is what it is. I love that. So in itself that's a compliment. So this is what it is. Yeah. And it, well, I think that answers the next question but it just popped into my head as we were speaking again that even as you're saying this, mm. you know, even as you're saying this, does it frustrate you that some people that are hearing you and just, <laughs> especially younger people, just like, <laughs> Yeah, Please, like, that was what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, people will only like view you through their own level of um, awareness and perception, and yeah. I can't control that. You yeah, know? yeah. And you can feel however way you want about me, yeah. um, and I don't mean this in the condescending way at all. Mm. I don't know you, and I mm. don't care. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Acting now, so literally, people can say that you are at least in the public space. You, are, I remember, I remember the first one of the first conversations we had, real conversation. Mm. I think in a cool hotel. Mm. You had, and, 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 and you had said. You know, you didn't want to be seen. You wanted you, you wanted to be seen clearly. Mm-hmm. You know, because you knew that when people just see you, they, they will have, say, "Oh, yeah. designer or model, or, model yeah. or whatever." Yeah. Or you, 
I don't know. And then do you think that, so looking back, it's like five years ago we had this mm. conversation, looking back now, you've, you've done all these things, do you think you are seen professionally mm-hmm. the way you would like to be seen? Um, yes and no. Mm. Um, sometimes a lot of people, I get a lot of GMs being like, Daniel, like, make me a model. <laughs> and I'm like, awkward, Shah, because I'm actually not a model. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm below 5'10", mm. or just about 5'10", mm. which in being a male model, that is like very short. Mm-hmm. A, B, I've never modeled a day in my life. My pictures look like editorial pictures because I'm extra and I like editorial pictures. <laughs> but um, and so that kind of frustrates me. Like I've been on TV for seven years. I yeah. know, I know, watching my show, you know. Um, mm. So it's a bit frustrating in that regard. But then I think for me, it's just like you know what, work harder. Nobody cares. Mm. You know, mm. like that's because I mean nobody cares. Yeah. yeah so yeah. until they know you for something. Yeah. Just keep doing my own business. Yeah. It's annoying, but then again, I can't take it personally because, right. yeah, it's fine. It is what it is. Right. I mean, um, I remember. So I think the first. Were you on the Fab cover? Okay, I was on a on a six page editorial in Fab. Um, yeah, in twenty ten. Right. Yes. yes. Um, I, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. I was. I was still in college then. Actually, yeah. I came home for the summer and. Um, yeah. Baba Jide, Family Lucy, Fab, um, yeah. Fab himself. Yeah. Um, he was a family friend. And right. Like, I don't know, you know, you want to use it for this thing. And yeah. Sambo style days, Lola Maja did the makeup. Yes. Lola. I can't remember who took the pictures, who took the pictures. I can't remember. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was, yeah, that was my first was ever. Was it Sinem that took the pictures? Sinem, I know, produced right. the shoot. Right. And so did Terrence. I can't yeah. remember exactly. Please All I remember is that. we're talking about is like another generation. And yeah, family. exactly. Yeah, we'll go ahead. And then, and then I'm 30 plus. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know. I know people. Yeah, I'm people 30. People think that you're 24. I'm, I'm 30, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and I remember, I remember like holding um, this, was it a ram or a goat that had yeah. horns? Yes. And me being like... And it was like poop all over the floor. I'm like, yeah. what is this? What am I yeah. doing? I had yeah. a mohawk, I had eyeliner on. I was yeah. like, wait, wait, hold on. I'm not a model. I don't want to do this. It smells like poop over here. Like, what is this? <laughs> but the right. pictures came out great. And yeah. um, it's one of my favorite shots of all time is in that spread. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. The nomad one. The nomad one, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't it, is it not weird that... So when I tell, if I tell people, for instance, that look, me and you are in the same literal generation. That's crazy. You know? Yeah. They think that, no, they think you're Gen Z. But they think I'm really young. You know? I know. It doesn't help that my younger brother literally looks like he's older than me. Yes, exactly. We're talking I about... I don't have facial hair, guys. I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> right. Does this, when people judge you, I mean, I remember one of the, the first, one of the first times I met you, I would, yeah. I would say to you, why do you look like you're made in a factory? <laughs> you know? And then later, I think we would talk, I'm not sure, and I realized, actually, it doesn't sound like a compliment. It doesn't. It's, yeah. I don't, I wouldn't say it again. Right. yeah. I, so later when we were reviewing, I thought, that's, that's not a compliment. Well, you know, there thank are two, you for acknowledging that <laughs> yes it isn't it isn't yeah. on any way and I think you I, I, I think okay no you didn't call me out on that I think I realized it because later funny, yeah. yes when people do that mm. what does that feel like and how yeah we never see ourselves the way other people see us which mm. is a good thing and also a bad thing mm. um, sometimes I've, because of comments like that mm-hmm. because people they mean well you know okay. I don't think anybody Honestly, like a crazy person who like want to go out of their way to like make my day terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, they do mean well, so I, I understand that. But I think it's also taught me like a healthy detachment from myself in a way. Mm-hmm. I have to be able to objectively look at myself as mm-hmm. you know, a, a no. I, I hate that word brand. It stresses me out. I took a, I didn't agree as like you know th- that is work mm, and mm. there has to be a healthy detachment to your physical appearance mm. and um, other people's opinions just okay. so you, just so your mental state can be okay. Mm. Um, compliments have always been hard for me to accept mm. because we um, are our own worst critics. Mm. So if anything is out of place, mm. oh my god, you look terrible, mm. or like oh no no, they're obviously joking. I'm not this. I'm mm. not that. Like mm. so things like oh yeah, Kendall, you're beautiful. You're this. I'm like ah, mm. I don't see myself that way, or I, or I didn't then. Mm. Or say I wasn't giving myself permission mm. to like um, accept mm-hmm. accept what was. Mm. Um, so it made me very uncomfortable, mm. and um, I also found that you know. 
it also, but in a way, it's a blessing because it also kind of showed me the people mm. that were trying to get close to me for the wrong reasons. Mm, mm, um, mm. I always say that if you know me well enough, you're not going to call me Dino Lagre because you know that I'm not Dino Lagre. Right, you know, right. you know that I'm Dino Lagre, right, you know. Right. And, um, but I've noticed that you, so there's some people that come around me and every two seconds, Mr. Mm. Great Dino Lagre, I'm like, mm. oh, this person doesn't know me that well. Mm, you know, mm. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not what people think I am at all. Mm. Um, and nobody really needs to know who I really am. The mm -hmm. people that matter to me do, and that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's so powerful. It's true. Anybody who knows you will know that you're not Mr. Green. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I, I'm sick of Mr. Green. I'm like, I don't even know. Who is this guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's annoying. Yeah. Well, I apologize for that comment. Oh my God, no, it's fine. I mean, I mean no, yes. I mean, you would have told me. You usually tell me. Yeah. You say, no, today, that isn't acceptable. Yeah. But yeah, I apologize. I mean, healthy it. detachment, like I said. Like, it's fine. I, I also knew that you didn't mean it like that. Like, what's a compliment? I mean, they're telling somebody that they look like a doll. It's not a bad thing, you know. Yeah. But then they, but it can make that person feel a bit objectified, yes. and um, yes. and men feel objectified too, mm. you know. Mm -hmm. so well, it's not only for the baddies and yes. the slay queens yes. and the girls. Yes. You know, men feel objectified too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially the very sensitive ones. Especially the very sensitive ones. <laughs> You know, I feel like I'm just watching myself. Like, no, this conversation, we have to know the things that we cannot talk about. I know. You know, okay. those yeah. ones are left for dinner. But I was, my, my research showed, you know, you were bullied mm -hmm. in high school. Mm -hmm. I never knew that. Oh, God, I was. It was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Character building, you know. Right, tell yeah. me about that. Oh, my God. Like, where do I start? Uh -huh. You have all day. <laughs> I went to, I went to Adesoy College offer um, for two and a half years. Inquire State. I, so, you know, um, my parents stepped into Green Springs growing up. Right. Um, I was in Green Springs. Green Springs is a very specific kind of, kind of school. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, I had a very sharp tongue growing up. Right. My parents said I was very proud. Mm. And my mouth was wicked. So, to <laughs> quell my tongue, yeah. they're like, please go to boarding school. You're too proud. Right. Learn humility. Right. But they didn't understand that it was just me being like, stepping into my power. But besides the point, I digress. Mm. I was at this college. Amen. man. That's sharp talk that I just do with seniors. Yeah. Oh God, one no, they beat me. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's this is actually now that I think about it, it's kind of sick. Yeah. Um, I was about eleven, I think, mm -hmm. and one of the seniors called me and was like, "Hey, person, come here. You are going to, I'm going to say, your name is Toby, my boy, and then you're going to respond, my name is Kunta Kinte, and I was what? like, okay, and so. They said that, and I was like, oh, my name is Kuzakiti. Belt, on my leg. I was like, what? I was so stunned, I wasn't even crying. It happened like 10, 15 times. And it was only later, after I left Adesoye Color, that I realized that they were making me reenact a scene from Roots, which right. is a movie about slavery. Right. And I was bleeding from my legs, my thighs. My older brother was in Nadisoy as well, who was mm -hmm. two years older than me. Right. The seniors that did this were like maybe in class five, I was in class three. Right. I went to his room being like, Damala, look, they beat me and my leg was bleeding. And he was horrified. But I was so stunned yeah. that I wasn't even crying. I was like, this is crazy. Like, yeah. how is this happening? Yeah. You know, so things like that will happen. Um, it, I found it easier to talk to girls and get um, along with them because they were more emotionally intelligent and mm. had always been. Mm. Um, mm. And, you know, young, young boys and kids like, a woman rapper. We don't trust you. You know, one of the boys, they call me Barbie for two years in the boys' dorm, mm. which was torturous. I'm like, I'm a Barbie. Like, mm -hmm. I'm mm. a real boy, like Pinocchio. <laughs> you know? And so, so um, I hated it. Yeah. I, I didn't have a good time at all. Yeah. I was homesick. Yeah. Um, as much as, you know, Lagos gets on my nerves, I can't function out of Lagos right. for more than like a week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I was in boarding school. So yeah. um, I begged my parents to take me out of there for two years they wouldn't listen and yeah. then I started like getting depressed mm. and anxious all the time mm. at 11 12 mm. I was going through like deep wow emotional and mental struggles and they eventually pulled me out I got really sick I, I think I um, got hepatitis B yeah they, I got sick I was sick for 12 weeks like wow. imagine like me walking in the in the in the uh, on the school campus and the yeah. DP is like Arikatsu you look haggard and I'm like I mean thanks I'm 12 <laughs> Shit. Can I say that? I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. We can say anything. And 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 um and then and my mom, I remember my mom rushing there to pick me up and taking me to premiere. Yeah. 
in Lagos. Hospital. And they were like, oh, you know, you're so lucky that I came here on time. Like, his liver is just standard. Wow. I was sick for 12 weeks. And my parents were like, okay, you know what? We're not sending him back there anymore. Okay. So I finished up in Green Springs. Right. Yeah. Right. It was an experience. But wow. like I said, character building. So. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I guess we have to reframe it. Yeah. You know? And so one of the interviews you did lately, mm-hmm. you talked about it being on and off depression, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, so two questions. Mm-hmm. One, it's one of those things where until you say it, mm-hmm. nobody would believe it. Because of what people think. Because of yeah. what people think. How and we talk about <laughs> Yes, like, like, how, like how can, like this account, how can it be sad? He has and he comes from a privileged home, he studied abroad, you know, he gets the choice, he looks good, he dresses well, mm-hmm. you know, like what could possibly making him, right. you know, right. So two things, when you tell people this, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter, but when you tell them, I don't think that question matters because yeah. but is the question what I was going to ask was they tell them do they believe you or not mm. you, know, you know I mean no it's a uh, it's an important question to okay. ask because I, I think that's what you know um, stops a lot of people from speaking out about their mental health struggles that's right fantastic um, fantastic I I knew that nobody would care hmm. if I said it hmm. out so I never did and um, I only just started recently um, owning my narrative and owning my journey and my own truth and being hmm. like whether I like it or not, mm-hmm. whether I believe it or not, I was shy, anxious, and depressed, and I got over it multiple times. So, right, so you know, it is. Right. So, um, I never wanted anyone to pity me. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. believe in pity. I'm a, I'm a solve your own problems kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You know, if anything um, goes wrong in my life, mm-hmm. I believe it's up to me to fix it. Mm-hmm. Would I ask for emotional support from my family or mm-hmm. my friends? Hundred percent. But even that is a recent development. I used to do right. everything by myself. Mm-hmm. So um, I got to a point where I was like, I don't need you to feel sorry for me. I mm-hmm. ha- it's up to me to fix this myself in the best way that I know how. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't always go about it the right way, mm-hmm. but then I eventually did. And then that mm-hmm. made me a bit bolder to be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. This is a real thing that if I'm experiencing it, then I know that other people are as well. And um, it's my narrative and it's my truth. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about it in my mm-hmm. own time when mm-hmm. I'm ready. And I did. Right. Yeah. I mean, I remember that I, I invited you in 2018 for the show and mm-hmm. you had said you were not yet ready. I wasn't ready yet. Yes. Yeah. And when they told me, I knew, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's fine. Whenever you're ready, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, it's 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 a it's, a, it's very vulnerable. It's a of very course. vulnerable thing, of course. Um, especially in Nigeria, you know. Yeah. This, I mean, I love my people so much, but oh my goodness, you know, you know. <laughs> no, you know. I know, no, okay. I know, <laughs> I know. A lot of questions come from that, but I don't know if you're comfortable sharing. But what was triggering? I mean, I don't think it was any one thing. Mm, I mean, I right. think a lot of things happen. A lot of things happen in our formative years yes. that mess us up. Yes. And our parents, yes. God bless them, try as they might. Yes, they didn't. They had, now that I'm 30-something, I'm like, wait, you are my age when you had me. I don't know what I'm doing. I, and then you had, like, two children. <laughs> I'm like, like how, that's insane. How did you find the courage? The how? I swear. And that's why I'm so messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I love, no, I love my parents. They're great, but I mean, like, yo, yeah. you should have chilled out. <laughs> you know? Because I, I mean, swear. that's what happens. I mean, they were figuring out so much as well at, at that time, yes. and um, yes. ugh, yeah. I, I can't even fathom doing that right now. Being so, a lot of things in our formative years cause us to um, have um, things that we need to work on in our adulthood. And now, a lot of the time, a lot of us go through life without questioning why we are the way they are. Yes. we are. Yes. Well, I'm just like this. That's, that's yeah. fine. But why, though? But why? Is mm. it serving you? Mm. Or is this making your life... Um, is it making you not live a full life? Mm. And I want to Lowo, Lola, and Lafia. Mm. Preach it. Just the three L's, man. <laughs> so... For those who don't know, Lowo, Lola, and Lafia is have money, mm-hmm. have wealth, mm-hmm. and have peace of mind. 100%. Yes. Like, that. That's all I want from life. Yeah. And um, in order to get to the Lafia part, yeah. you need to like fix whatever is going on inside. Yes. Because yes. no matter how much money you have, yes. no matter where you run to, yes. those problems are going to follow you. Yes. And when all the lights go off and you're by yourself in your room mm-hmm. with your thoughts, mm-hmm. do you really like the person that you are? Preach. Mm. Or mm. are you just like surrounding yourself with people and meaningless things to like distract yeah. yourself from the truth that you are in fact empty inside? Mm. You know, mm. I don't want, and I, I don't want that. Yeah, it's very off-brand. No, 
Yeah. Also that. It's just like, it's like nice. Yeah, it's no, I don't want to live this kind of life. I just don't. Yeah. 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 So, um, I've, I, I, um, in my late twenties, mm. after all the drama mm. and the, the Nigeria heartbreaks mm-hmm. and real heartbreaks and mm-hmm. family stuff and mm-hmm. friend stuff and mm-hmm. losing people and just growing pains, really, yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of had a bit of an awakening in 2018 when yeah. I was like, you know what, it's time to start being a bit more mindful and start taking responsibility for my own blind spots and where I need more work mm-hmm. and where I need more love mm. and more self-love. Mm. And um, I started doing that, you know, mm. meditating more, mm. um, questioning everything, addressing things, you know, having the difficult conversations with myself, mm. with the people mm. that trigger me as well. Mm. Because when you have mm. triggers, it shows you where you need more love or mm. more mindfulness. Mm. And so you can avoid projection and like, you know, mm. victim blaming or just like kind of like making everything, everybody else's fault but yours. Like I said, solve your own problem kind of guy. Good so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just talking about that, why did you come back to Nigeria? The question I ask myself every day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I ask myself that question every damn day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't like sharing this, but I'm also a British citizen. Right. Um, I, I don't think I, I don't know broadcasters. Right. Actually, if and honestly, if you could cut that out, that'd be great. Okay. Because right, I don't want people right. to think I'm trying to like no. Right. Um, okay. But my point was, I was just meant to come here for NYC and right. Jack Ma. Because Nigeria represented a lot of pain for me. Yes. I wasn't understood here. Yes. I wasn't allowed to really come into myself and be myself. Yes. Um, I didn't really have friends when I left. When I went mm-hmm. to university in Texas, mm-hmm. I met so many different kinds of people from all mm-hmm. different work, walks of life. Mm-hmm. I remember having like maybe like five people that I was friendly with in Nigeria mm-hmm. to being one of the most popul- popular black students on campus right. in a predominantly white university yeah. in Texas. <laughs> you know? So... Um, I didn't want to erase that growth. Mm. Um, I liked where I was. It, Texas, funny enough, is where I started dressing up and really being fearless with my fashion and being like, this is how I feel on the inside. Mm. You know, mm. I didn't feel like that here. And mm. I was afraid that if I came back, Nigeria would take that away from me. Mm. Um, but it didn't. Mm. I'm, I cannot believe I'm saying this. I'm happy I moved back. Right. Um, Nigeria taught me how to hustle. Like right. I said, when I moved back, my parents were like, all right, so the money has finished. Right. Why not give me any money anymore? Find your way on this world. Yeah. Whatever it is that you want to do, yeah. even if it's selling granules, be the best granules around the planet. Right. I made it work. Mm. Mm. I cannot, it does not escape me for one second that I am incredibly blessed, mm-hmm. but also know the amount of hard work mm. and hustle that took to get me here mm. you know and mm. it's still taking me because I'm still building mm. I don't think I've even scratched the tip of the iceberg of what I know I'm capable of mm. and mm. Um, whether I like it or not Nigeria will pull the hustle out of you mm. it will pull it out of you mm. and um, I moved back because I was not do my NYC I stayed because I guess there was a bigger soul lesson to be learned mm. Mm. yeah mm. Mm. and because you did say to my producers mm-hmm. that Nigeria is fucked. It, oh, it's effed. So how do you reconcile both? They say that you can't heal in the same environment where you got sick. Right. I got sick here. Right. Very sick. Right. And I've managed to kind of start healing myself in this environment. Oh. But in my 30 years of living, yeah. this place has gotten sicker and sicker right. and sicker. Right. Yeah. 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 I like the word you use, sick. Yes. yes. It's, it's, it's an illness. And it's I an think country. Yeah. Um, when you start thinking about energies and like yes. this, these things, that, these subtle things that we all miss in the name yeah. of, you know, organized religion and just yeah. kind of like being like, oh, God is in control. The devil is a liar. Yes. There's real energetic yes. things that happen even in physical spaces. Mm. There's been so much blood mm. that has been shed in mm. this country in the name mm. of greed mm. and um, the ego, ego mm. dominance. Mm. When you have that amount of trauma mm. on a physical plane, mm. it doesn't just go anywhere. It persists mm. and it infects people in it. Mm. So yes, Nigeria has effed. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Let's talk about, let's talk about, you, you, you shared an experience. No, I want to talk about this because when, I, when we did the Instagram live chat mm-hmm. last year, what I was struck, and you know, if you've gone through a journey, mm-hmm. when another person is talking about that, you know yeah. that it's genuine because yeah. they are, sp- 
spaces in yourself that you can only access, mm -hmm. you know, when you go on a particular journey. Mm -hmm. 100%. Uh, yes. So you were talking about, you know, meditation mm -hmm. and, you know, you know, mindfulness and mm -hmm. all of those things. And I thought, oh my God, yeah. he's gone through this journey. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, what was that journey and how did you stumble onto that path? Or for want of a better word, increasing self-awareness. It's a spiritual path, isn't it? It is. It is. And, you know, I have to just keep it real with you. Mm -hmm. It is, and I'm going to swear a little bit, I'm sorry. Go it ahead. is the biggest clusterfuck of my life. Yeah. Like, it is the biggest blessing because yeah. it's taught me so much. Yeah. But I'm just so aware of everything. Yeah. And it's exhausting. Yeah. And because you're aware of things, you can't ignore them. Yes. They yes. say ignorance is bliss. Yes. I get why people stay asleep. Yes. yes because yes, when you're aware of yes. everything, there's an overstimulation yes. and you have to address it. Because yes. if not, you'll know that you're doing yourself a disservice. Yes. So, yes. Um, yes. yeah, it's, it's it, an ongoing journey. I don't think it mm. ever really ends. Yeah. Um, different parts of your life call for different versions of you. Mm. And different versions of you call for different levels of awareness. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, mm. Mm. I'm not the same person that I was maybe... 10 years ago and I'm so thankful for that yeah. I'm not the same person I was a month ago I'm so thankful for that yeah. you know um, and I want to see how much farther I can go while mm. keeping my ego in check mm. and making sure that I mm. allow for equanimity in all things mm, mm, yeah mm. you talked about reading but did you, you talk about reading the power of now yes or, yes i did yes. um people kept saying me the power of now blah 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 and, yes. and if you're going to a spiritual being you should read it but i'm like yes. okay Please. i pride myself on not being a cliche and i'm like i'm not gonna read that i hate being told what to do by the way i have huge problems with authority <laughs> right. mostly because like i'm like um i'm independent so i'm like i'm not stupid i know what to do, yes. like, what to do. Yes. so when people tell me to do things i'm like uh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Begrudgingly, I do it, do but it, then, yeah. but I got to a place where I was, I was thirsting for more knowledge, and oh, I was like, you know, yeah. I'm going to read this book. Yeah. My younger brother bought, bought it, yeah. and I read it, and it basically confirmed all the things I was going through in 2018 when I thought I was losing my mind. Hmm. And that's the funny thing about you know that term, losing your mind. You make hmm. it seem as if it's such a bad thing, hmm. but when you think about the mind, the mind is what we have created based on our trauma mm. if you lose mm. your mind if you lose your mind then you're learning who you are outside your trauma right yes yes and isn't yes. that like a good thing yes 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 no. yes you know somebody said to me uh, last year uh, i said look when things fall apart are they falling apart or are they coming together in different ways thank you and in order for you to like um mm. build a castle yes Sometimes you have to start from rubble and build yeah. up and mm. fortify it with the, with the things that you need. Um, I always say, when things come up for review, mm -hmm. um, it's up to you to like address it, go through it, and then put it down so you can create room for new experiences new and new thoughts. Yes. You know, you can't keep telling yourself the same narrative over and over again and yes. not evolving. Yes. Um, and that's where I've been. Um, I'm not, and you know, I'm sitting here and I'm sounding very zen. I'm, mm. I'm not zen, no. I am not zen. Oh God, no, 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 no. <laughs> I have my moments yes. when I'm like very clear on things. Yes. But I'm just as messed up as the next person. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm aware of it. Yeah. You know. That's am, the am I in a hurry to change some of it? No. Because <laughs> sometimes you want to be petty as, as shit. Like, listen, I could be petty too. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but um. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to know desperately who mm. I am outside my pain and my trauma. Yeah. Mm. I want to know desperately who I am outside of my pain and trauma. 100%. Yes. I mean, put it down. It's yes. heavy. Yes. You know, yes. I'm actually like a really fun person. Yes, I know. I am. I'm like actually really fun. Uh, I'm a blast in a glass. <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know? But some shit happened to me. Yeah. And that allowed it happen. And mm. I've continued to like live in that narrative mm. that is preventing me from, quote unquote, living my best life. Mm, and that's mm. very off-brand. Mm, like mm. I said, Lola Lola and Lafia. So working on the Lafia part. I think what is powerful is, look, you could, you could get away with only talking about some of these things mm -hmm. with those who are closest to you. 100%. You know? And I think it's most powerful that you are talking about some of these things, honestly, in the present tense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when people sit down and talk about how they went through this journey and how they're like all changed now, I'm yes. like, bullshit. Because yes. you and I both know that yes. at the back of your mind, yes. for every single thought you have, the shadow of that thought is right it's there. It's right there. 
So yeah. Do you read? No. Yeah. You're not that yeah. then. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I saw. I told my team. I did. I used to do these daily videos. The daily vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I stopped them this year because I said to myself, I mean, I could do, would do them if I wanted to, mm-hmm. because other people, that I would see myself and I would look like I had figured it all out. Like right. I was a guru. Right. I know we're living in a motivational speaker society. I'm like, that's not the image. Everybody wants to like be like, yes. I know the key to success. To success, yes. And I'm like, no, that's not For the image. you. And even then, you, you, sometimes, even to yourself, yeah. you don't want to create an environment of false certainty. Yeah. I don't like lying. Yes. I mean, yes. I'm, the reason why I don't like lying is because yes. I'm very good at lying. Like, I'm very good at lying. Like, it's, it's actually kind of scary. <laughs> I could convince you that you did something. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. And that's why I don't lie. Yeah. Yeah. Because I yeah. can sell you to yourself and you won't know. <laughs> and that's what, like they say, we grip how I know that. I know that. responsibility. But yeah. I, so, that, so I would rather speak, get in trouble for an uncomfortable truth. Yes. Than like get, go away scot free for a beautiful lie, mm, you know. So mm, um, mm. I don't like lying to myself. When I say yes, I feel this way about some things now. Yeah. I do feel that way about some things now. But yeah. the shadow of that yes. is, you know, the shadow of that is not too far away. Yeah, I don't I have it all figured out. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I swear. I just don't. I swear. You know. <laughs> you know. Yes, <laughs> and then I and then I said, you know, when, when I get to my child children, yeah, I, I am I am but a child. <laughs> you know, literally during the show yesterday, I wrote down, you know, because this year I've become more comfortable talking about the fact that I'm nowhere ready to get married. Hundred percent. And when people ask me, I'm like, look, I'm sorting out issues. I started a journey with my therapist in 2016. Oh my god, how'd that go? That was horrible. They gave me the pills. <laughs> they they feel they gave me one pill. I was like. <laughs> I don't want to do that again. <laughs> like, where's my personality? Maybe want to kill myself. <laughs> Literally. I mean, not oh all pills do that. Not all pills. Yeah, yes. but if you actually need pills, pills please take them. Take the pills. But like, yeah, I think I was on, um, I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. Retazepam. Oh, God. Right. I was like, where's my personality? Yes. I couldn't find. So I told my doctor, I was looking at him. I'm like, I don't feel like I'm in my body. Right. It's like a fog. Child. <laughs> 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 I swear. And so it's, I mean, it's last year that I felt like one journey has conquered. I had to remind myself not to say mm-hmm. that my journey has concluded. Mm-hmm. I'm like, don't fool yourself. One journey has concluded. You have gotten you clarity. A milestone. a milestone. An epiphany, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In Buddhism, it's called Samadhi. Right. It's a glimpse into um, essential truth. Mm. And it lasts for a millisecond. Mm. But it's enough to keep you going, searching for that truth. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. And it's that thing you said. It's it's sometimes I was with my an ex of mine, Mm -hmm. and we're sitting, and her mother came out, Mm -hmm. and we're just joking and saying, you know, I envy. We envy her. Someone of us said I envy her because, like, all these things we are battling with. She's not battling. She's reached her conclusion. Then she's like, this is what it is. This is what it is. I'm moving on with life. But then when you're not with that journey, the journey leads you to other journeys. Right. And you're aware of everything. Yeah. Acceptance is. Acceptance and surrender is mm. something that we all will have trouble with. Yes. Because how we say that we have faith and we trust. Yes. But we don't. But we don't. Because it's intangible. Yes. It feels yes. like you're in free fall. Feels like you're. Yes. Let's come back up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I am like, oh Lord. <laughs> Let's come back up. You know. Right. Um, I, I didn't know. Into, I, I saw something that you said. I said, when you were 21, you almost died. Oh, yeah. What was that? About? I flipped my car into a wall. So, it was a very sexy accident. <laughs> Please tell me about this sexy accident. I mean, okay, first of all, I wasn't drunk. I, I feel like I used to say that I was not drinking. Right. I mean, I had like a cocktail like at like 10 p.m. Uh-huh. This accident happened at 5 a.m. Right, right. Me right. and Moti, yes. so you were certainly not drunk at 5 a.m. No, I was not drunk at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Because I was driving my cousin back home. Um, mm-hmm. We had gone out. It was December. It was... I was still in my senior year of college. Mm. I was just home for like two weeks. Mm. You know how it is in December. And I was in 2011. Mm. You know, go out. The fanfare, everybody's all dolled up. It's a nice house. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. I'm on rich kids. I'm like, hmm. My father called me because I had my cousin with me. Right. She's married now. She has a kid, thank God. Right. And he's like, where is my niece? Bring mm. her to the house right now. Mm. Man. Oh yeah, Omo, I jackpot. I was like, okay, time to get, get in this up. car and get this girl home before yeah. my dad rips my head off. 
because I was speeding. Mm. And mm. Um, I wasn't used to driving in Nigeria, mm. you know. Um, I wasn't even driving in America. I, right. I mean, I'm a fantastic driver, actually, right. if I do say so myself. My dad admits that right. I'm a, the best driver out of me and my brothers, just saying. Uh-huh. Um, but I guess with the bend past the Lekki toll gates, mm-hmm. and um, that bend where, the, where you see the shop right sign, it's right there. Mm. I thought it was a shorter bend than it was. Mm. So I was just going to do like a quick break and just keep driving straight. Mm-hmm. But the bend kept on going, and I was speeding on a bend. So halfway through the bend, I lost control of the car. And I was swerving, and I almost like I was going to hit a street light, mm. and I was going to crush my car mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I kind of swerved a little bit then it hit the curb and then it somersaulted and landed on its side on my cousin's side yeah and I you told them that I crawled out of the of the sunroof of the car that car didn't have a sunroof <laughs> my mother's brand new Hyundai hey. yeah. and I was calling my cousin's name she, she wasn't answering for like the first couple of years yeah you would have died no I died yeah I was like I killed my cousin yeah and yeah. eventually she was like, I don't know, I'm fine. She, yeah. she crawled out from under the car. Wow. And yeah, the car was a write-off. Of course. It, the car was literally on its side. The wheels were pressed up against the wall, the fence of shop right. On the expressway. Area boys came to come and surround us. Yeah. I was at the scar right here. Oh, right. Right there. So it's crescent, mm-hmm. crescent-shaped scar. <laughs> You know, right? You got something sexy out of it. To be honest, my outfit that night was mad. I can't lie. <laughs> I, I gave them bow tie, had jeans, oh God. a blazer, yes. some blood. <laughs> you know, this was this was, this was a Tarantino movie. A Tarantino movie. I said, I was like, "Oh my God!" <laughs> oh I can laugh about it now, but I yeah. did have I did have PTSD for a few months, so it's actually not that funny. But yeah. and um, I'm glad that we made it out alive. Yeah. It could have gone horribly wrong. It could have gone horribly wrong. And um, that did do something to me. I was like, I'm meant to be alive for a reason. Mm, mm. Um, I was like, God is very real. Mm. Um, maybe not in the traditional way that people think God is real, but God is very real and I'm protected and I'm meant to do some things. With this, right, yeah. If I died then, I wouldn't be doing half the things I'm doing right now. I wouldn't now. be having this conversation with you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that's one of those love or life-altering experiences. But when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about how this is very, almost familiar to an episode of Castle and Castle. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, which is one of my favorite episodes mm-hmm. because what I like, I think, was it Kenny, was Kenny Gang one of the directors? Yeah, so we had three directors, Nia yes. Kimalaya, Kenny Gang, and, and Tokwe. She, she, she directed that, that episode. Scene. Yes, and yeah. they said that Kenneth or Tokwe. Yeah. Because what I liked about that scene was they captured the evolving emotion. Mm-hmm. First, you want to survive. Mm-hmm. Then you want to protect yourself. Yep. Then you get better at your enablers. Yep. Then, you know, so that yep. whole sequence. Yeah. That's yeah. why I liked Castle. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't shoot it in sequence. Right. So, yeah. I didn't even know what was going on. Like, where, where am I in my head? Because it was my first time acting. And I'm like, ugh. But yeah, um, I could pull up from that. Because mm-hmm. I, um, it did kind of take me back to that night. Because mm-hmm. for like six months after mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. I kept having recurring nightmares. Because at some point, yeah. when the car was flying in the air, right. I was looking at the wall like this. I don't know how it decided to just be like, Turn no. on like that. But I was head on facing the wall. I remember like the car flying me like, I, I was like, I'm about to die. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I never had that experience. No, you don't want it. Trust <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. And the next day, my father made me drive. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. He was like, you can't be afraid to drive. you have to overcome it. And, I, and he made oh. me drive his Benz that day. To right. Go, so that there's also not to go and fear. beg his brother right. for almost killing his daughter. Right. Like that was a gift that he gave you then. Yeah, it was. I, I mean, mean, it's tough love. But no, no, I, 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 I appreciate it. Yeah. I yeah. drove the entire, he made me drive the entire family. Right. Right. So even to the my trust uncle's house. In you. Yes. To my uncle's house to go and beg him and be like, I'm sorry, I almost killed your only daughter. daughter. You I love know? it. I love you. That is badass. I love it. Oh, yeah, that is badass, by the way. He is. He's great. You know? He is. Like, you know, you, you, know, you hear that somebody is badass, but then if, if it's another generation, you don't, until you encounter their work. Yeah, no, he's cool. He's badass. He's a true creative. Yes, um, yes. I, I, bad, I would say that my, creative, my creativity comes, comes from him. Comes from him. Um, I mean, he's 60-something right now. Yes. He's, he's still playing his virtual reality games and I would not playing doubt video you. games. Yes. And, Stays up to four in the morning. Right. Composes music. He's yes. just yeah. Yes. So how I know he's that? For those who are wondering, what does that do? Is he compose? You know, he's yeah. a composer. He does yes, audio and visual yes. post production. Post production. Yes, he has all these he composes. Had this. Yes, yes. yes. Responsible, responsible for the King of Boys. Yes, the soundtrack, soundtrack which is the first soundtrack, soundtrack I ever down, downloaded in my life. 
and Castle and Castle. Yeah, yeah. That soundtrack for King of Boys was incredible. Can I just say? Tell me. That I had some input in that. Okay. I'm just saying. Just because by I the way. Something, I, I did not come ahead this time. I'm like, hey, how about you try this and this and this? Right. Of course, I can't play anything in my life, so that's all him. <laughs> but there was yeah. some helpful you, feedback you that things. got it to, you yeah. know, I'm just saying. Yeah. So co-produce. I'm just kidding, no. I'll talk about some viral social media moments. Okay. Yeah. One of the things that I was proudest of you, and that's not in the... You know, sometimes people say you're proud of you, and mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not my dad. Yeah. Um, but when you you came out and did that thread mm. about was it toxic masculinity or it was just it's that was cyber- the central theme. Yes. Yeah. And I just thought, you know, I have nothing else. Like anytime anybody does anything for people, like, like read this, <laughs> read this. You know, and that came from a place of just forceful truth. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It was. I mean, when you. When some of the most profound moments in your life happen, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. expect that there's always going to be like a loud trumpet blaring and like a drum line happening as you reach an epiphany and it all cascades into fireworks and like, you know, self-realization. No, mm. sometimes you're just waking up in the morning, mm. having something to say, mm. typing on your phone with your durag on right. and putting it down and going to go and eat cereal. Right. I had no idea that it would be that Blow big of up a deal. That way. But at that point, I had a thought. Mm. and I want to express myself mm. and just mm. like you do brain vomit that's exactly what I did because um, I think I'd reached my boiling point but like it was a slow burn mm. and I was like I this is so dumb I think and it, it's it's a whole thing about duality mm. anything that you say is an absolute mm-hmm. the opposite shadow is not too far behind and that's why I try not to speak in absolutes anymore because mm. the mm. very things that I said I would never do I found myself doing them and then people call you hypocrites. No, I just changed my mind, you know. Um, at that point, I was like, this country, mm. this culture, mm. has, there's been so much erasure yes. in African culture. Yes. Women were revered. Yes. yes. There was Igbo tribes that had yes. women being the heads of the clan. Yes. And um, the heteronormative patriarchy mm-hmm. has, mm-hmm. from colonialism, by the way, has erase that now we have men huffing and puffing their chests with little to no thoughts about consequences and or sense mm. trying mm. to make grand statements about how the world should be, be. and how women should be and what yes. women should do with their bodies yes. what qualities men are supposed to have, have. Yes. dictating from a place of ignorance where mm. they don't really know a lot about themselves or the world around them and I'm like this is dumb yeah i have a lot of female friends yeah a lot of my role models are women mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. brilliant strong women mm. that have built their careers with no help from anybody else no mm. man bankrolling them mm. I'm not saying that that's bad as well if that is your hustle honey go for it you know um and it made me mad seeing the things that they had to go through mm-hmm. from men that are not their equals mm. and i'm like the reason why I relate to you is because I see parts of you that I know are inside of me mm-hmm. that I'd like to embrace more. Mm-hmm. And it's the strength mm-hmm. and it's the courage. It's mm-hmm. even the courage to be vulnerable and be emotionally intelligent. And so I was like, that's in me too. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. my mom is one of my best friends. Like, she's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. She's a, an astute businesswoman. She's hustled and fought for her space. Mm-hmm. Am I saying I don't respect her because she's a woman? Yeah. Am yeah. I saying that because she gave birth to me, yeah. is she not part of me somehow? Yeah. Yeah. The way I think, the yeah. way I feel, yeah. the way I show up in the world, yes. it's based on that socialization between mother and child, and child, nurture and nature. Yeah. There's a divine feminine and there's a divine masculine. People yeah. think it has to be either or. Yes. yes. But no, it's not X and Y that they used to make a. The, the, the one zygote zy- zy- or yes, whatever. Is that man and a woman yes. now? Yes. So why is that an erasure of the woman's part? Yes. When it comes to men? Yes. Why? Yes, yes. You know? One of those powerful things about that, when you talked about, you know, even that whole compliment of, oh, you know, how you said it, like, oh, you... I think it was, there was a backhanded compliment in... Where you're like, yeah, or you're like, oh, yeah, you know, like, you, you manned up or like... You've manned, you, yes. Or something like that, and I'm like... Yes, no. I've mean, always been a man. Yes, yes. I identify as a man. Yes. I don't plan on changing that anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. Just round up, I feel like I have a hundred things we have to say, but you know, we will all live long, and so we'll have several conversations. Amen. Our 
Laye Lola. Low Lola Lola. Yes. The three L's. The three it's from that song, I want to lower. Yes, I know the I yes. want to lower. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I want to ask you about this one. This is fun. That your viral video. Oh my god, which one? Well, okay, right. The one the one where you were doing, the one where you were on the passage. Which oh one? my god, the outfits. Yeah. The wicked, outfits wicked one. sexy. Yes, wicked sexy, yes. Yes. Yes, go to five million views, if not it was a lot of views. That is sad. Uh, yeah. And it was, was going across the world. Yeah. Like you know? it was insane. What I, was that like? The funny thing is that it, that video wasn't my idea. You was, said so. It was my friend, if um color well, he's a he's a lawyer. Okay. Headphones. If yeah. he's the best guy. Um he called me. I was in a creative rot during you know, lockdown. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't want to create anything. I was tired of just posting pictures. I was like, this was this. He said, Denola. He called me. It was a nice. Denola, there's this song I'm listening to by Odunsi the Engine, Wicked Sexy. That's all this one that people have been doing, Don't Rush Challenge. Mm. Yes, we just come and show them that they're the OG in fashion. That I said, if I'm but I'm lazy. I'm 29. I don't know how to work the camera. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. I said, Denola, I want to be mad. Just do it. How do you propose we do this thing? Yeah. Just you know, every time they say we get sexy, change your outfits. Mm. I said, okay, I'll see what I can do. Maybe like four or five days passed. I was like, I didn't feel like doing it. I said, you know what? Let me just close my eyes and, and do, do it. Mogero. Do you understand? Mofi, yeah. die at the yeah. edge up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, God Nira, to, um, that's a, um, I call her my fashion assistant. Right. Um, to help me like iron my clothes, uh-huh. come up with outfits, etc. Yeah, we move. Right. I shot that video. <laughs> took me, do you know, it took me five hours to shoot that video. Cause I, I'm not doing anything today. She had lockdown, my lockdown. Let's have a blast with it. I edited that video, but it took me 15 minutes to edit, and right. then I just put it out there. I did not expect it to be a thing. Yeah. But it was insane. I it's, was like, oh. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, that, as we were saying that about. Which of the videos? I remember this true. There was the other one. There was a there was music a, there, video there, one that I did. Yeah. That was really oh, just... Yeah, on my parade. Yes. Yes. That was, that was really the first good. time I ever produced, directed, choreographed right. something. It was, yeah. I was so proud of that. I wanted to do a Broadway musical in Nigeria. Yeah. And I, it came to me in a dream in July of 2019. And I did it. Yeah. That was with the help of so many people. I yeah. called in so many favors. Yeah. Getting an aviation permit to choose on a helipad is very hard in Lagos. Just yeah, say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just say it. I'm looking at it and thinking, this is so good. Why is he not doing it for a brand? And then someone said to him, well, he's doing it for a brand. My the brand, brand is Daniel Agri. Yeah. <laughs> I thought exactly. I was like, boom, boom. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just did it because sometimes you just have this desire to just create. Yes, because, yes. Because you're a creative. Yes. Just create. Just create. I haven't done more because it was very expensive Pensive, to of do. Of course, of course. And, and funding is always hard for production products in Nigeria as I'm sure you can yes, relate of course, to of course. so yeah um, when um, your boy becomes more coined more are coming out of more the more stuff and the just coins are coming just drop him all over the place man just put it out there why not <laughs> I think that's a good place to end this interview thank you Dina like, I had a lot of fun I had a lot of fun it's just like shooting the shit <laughs> <laughs> That was cool. That was yeah, really cool, really cool. Like we have to, we have to keep talking. Hundred yeah? percent. Yeah. Well, it's a wrap, guys. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> I had fun. That was great. <laughs>